We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. We will fight the good fight, and we will finish strong, you and I. Why? Because, well, we're God's children. That's why. Don't you forget it. So good to be with you. Uh, every week, you're my family. I love you guys. Appreciate it. Let's go to the news here, uh, Spencer. Um, as you guys know that Israel has been under attack. Well, Israel's been under attack for a long time. This is just manifested um, uh, in a way that we can see it and uh, kind of understand it. Uh, but 700 Israelis were murdered, nearly 3,000 injured, and 100 taken hostage by brutal jihadists. Now, they're saying some of these are Americans, okay? And we got some of the American politicians up beating their chest saying, you hurt one hair on American's head, and you're going to be host. And then, of course, you got Joe Biden going, uh, wait a minute, what's going on? Uh, uh, hold it. Who bombed what? But, you know, so I don't know what's going to happen. But right now it says here, praise God, IDF takes territory back after Hamas attack. So the 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 uh, 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 Israel is not messing around, folks. Israel is a small country, should never, ever even be on the map because of the anointing, the Holy Spirit. It's there. Uh, it's where Jesus walked the face of the earth 2,000 years ago. And I'm telling you right now, God has his hand on Israel. We need to pray for Israel. We need to back up Israel. We need to stand for Israel. When we stand for Israel, we stand for God's people. When we stand for God's people, we're standing for God. So I just want to let you guys know that it has been more than 48 hours, two days, under attack. And I'm sure you know this. Pray, put them at the top of your prayer list. Okay, it is so important. All right. Very good. Spencer, you doing okay there today, buddy? You all right? I am, David. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you ever had a steak before? Uh, do, do you eat steak? Oh, I love me some steak. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that. That's what the show's about tonight, folks. We're going to talk about steak. What does this have to do with God? All right. So we know you and I are God's kids. I mean, we know that. Why? Well, Number one is when you're God's child, when you're God's children, you have God's power, the power that Jesus had that was transferred to us. But the question is, do we use it? And some do, but do we use it to full capacity? I'd say very few, if any, to full capacity. But there's no denying that we do have the access to God's power. That's for sure. So we've established that. All right. These things shall follow anyone that believes in God. I'm paraphrasing. You will cast out demons. You will heal the sick. You will raise the dead. Uh, that sounds like uh, you got to have power for stuff like that. But the question is, the question is, do things have the power of God? Is it possible for the power of God to be encompassed in, in an object? Uh, it, it, it can it manifest in, in the physical and something other than a human being. I'm not talking about an animal. Can the power of God be put on things? Simply put, can it? Hang on, because I'm not advocating 
you know, that God's power can be anything but regarding God and his people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is in the new age uh, angle, which I'm coming from. But I want you to listen to me. It's important. We're talking spiritually. Now, we know that curses can be laid on objects. We, we know that. We understand that. Because they're spiritual. But what about God's power? It's spiritual. Can, it, can God's power be placed upon an object? You know, I did a video called The Bible That Leaks Oil, I don't know, about three, four years ago. And it was about a Bible leaking oil. I went and I filmed it. It had like three million views. And I, but I noticed, I'm not going to tell you the Bible leaked oil, that, that's, that's not where I'm going with this. The fact is that it was sitting in oil and people came from all over the world to see this Bible that leaked oil. But it wasn't just to see the Bible that leaked oil, it was actually to fellowship with one another. Now, I don't like the fact somebody takes and turns some object into something bigger than God or even on the same level as God. I don't like that. That's not right. And that's not what I'm talking about. So that's why I don't want to get into did the Bible leak oil. If you want to know, you have to go to davidhebner.tv because I expose it. Oh, I said something. But what it did do is increase people's faith. So oil. Object, Bible, Steve Hemphill, my guest tonight, God used him to deliver people from addiction, which is directly tied to an object, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. He will tell you about. He, God has used him to deliver people from addiction, from satanic attacks, from homosexuality, suicide, and children have suffered horribly, nightmares. And he's done it through a steak. And I don't mean the kind that you eat, like Spencer wants to eat. He's drilling right now, thinking about it, a T-bone. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a steak, an object. Steve stakes out territory, stakes out areas, stakes out people. Steve, you there with me, buddy? Hey, I'm here, and it's honored to be here with you, David. Thank you for Good. having me. Good to have you, brother. I just have to tell you, I am a vegetarian, so I don't I don't eat steaks. So, um, but but the kind of steaks we're talking about are are they're steaks that you drive in the ground. And do you have a? You can hold a steak up there. Do you got you have one there? Okay, th this is kind of a. Is this the actual steak that you put, drive? This is. Uh -huh. And you can see there's verse references on the side of it. There's 16 verse references built into the steaks. Uh-huh. And and you've got um okay, and you have a bunch of those steaks. So uh, let me ask you a question. Tell me about the steaks. What what is the it, it, you're showing me what it looks like and it's got scripture on it, but I want to know how in the world did you did God ever lay this on your heart? How in the world did you ever start using steaks uh to for God to use you in a deliverance ministry? Well, it's a crazy story, especially when you consider I was raised in an ultra conservative Church of Christ background. Uh, a guy came to me who was not a Christian and said he had demons on his property and he was getting ready to commit suicide. And you know what? I never heard of that. And I didn't know if he was hallucinating or if they were real. The Bible talks about demons, but I never dealt with a situation in the modern world like that. So I was questioning his sanity, but he was serious about killing himself. So 
I just prayed, Lord, tell me what to say. Tell me, I don't know how to help this guy. He's not a Christian and he's going to commit suicide. And as soon as I prayed, a strange verse from Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 through 9, popped in my head. And it basically says, you're living in an evil land and we know we are. Be sure and put my word on your gates and on your doorposts in verse 9. Now, gates and doorposts protect your family. We lock our doors at night, not because we hate the world, but because we love our family and want them safe. So the idea is God's word is more powerful than a gate or a doorpost. And so the Jews did this literally. They still do it today. It's called a mezuzah. And it's not a magic box. It's a symbol of God and his ability to protect us. If you want. So we take this property and everything changed. He became a Christian the next week. So you went out, you found out, he told you where his house was. Did, where, did you put the stakes on each corner of his land? Yes. Uh, it, okay, so let's say the land is square, just for sake of identification. Okay. Did you put one on each corner, or did you put one in the middle? How many stakes did you stake around a, a square lot? Four, one on each corner. One on each corner, okay. And you're saying within what period of time was the guy delivered? They'd been trying to help him for 25 years. He refused God. And within a week, he was delivered and became a Christian, wanted to be baptized and prays for me every day. Wow. Okay. So how many years ago was this? About 14 years. 14 years. Oh, you've been staking for 14 years. Okay. So why? why, Okay. So, you know, I talked about at at the beginning of of the show of uh, objects objects yes. um as, as a matter of fact steve before we go on i, I want to do something here um i want spencer i want you to play a video we just put up in david hebner tv it is um about objects um this is me and russ Dizdar. We're just to play the intro of it but you can watch this exclusively on david hebner tv it is about how demons put curses upon objects just play that video right there they conjure they conjure with an assignment go get david they walk around our house they come against us they lay on our on our uh, chest at night put something on an object with a with a with an assignment something to say it's a curse what does the blood of jesus have to do with any of this yeah what is the blood of jesus spencer just go to david heavener tv real quick i just want to uh that's up on the spotlight channel uh, it's on the David's Choice channel, actually. You can catch it on David's Choice channel. But if you go right now, sign up, davidhavener.tv. You can go with us, with us, me and Steve underground in about 20 minutes, and uh, you can be part of the family. If you're just signing up, uh, email uh, uh, admin at davidhavener.tv. We'll send you a link. Okay, over 700, over 800 videos on this channel. Uh, go sign up right now. Okay, if you do right now, you get to save two free months. Okay, let's get back, Steve. Steve, I'm sorry, but I had to, I had to break for that video because it it plays a part no, in me asking you this question, and then I had to tell people where to go see it. Okay, now clearly witches, clearly curses are put upon objects. I mean, I've, I've interviewed so many people. Now, if yeah. curses can be put up on an object, Steve, can't uh, can't anointing and blessings be put up on an object? Absolutely. And I also equate it to if you buy a house, the deed changes. If you buy a car, the title changes. 
when you when you stake your land, you're sort of giving it to God, giving the deed back to him. And it, and he's the owner again. It's sort of like a title change or a deed change. And by the way, I've met uh, a former Satanist who was a Satanist for 22 years before he became a believer. And he told me one of his regular assignments was to go to stores and ask his God to put curses on objects. So if a Christian bought that object, they'd have a way into the Christian's home. So I hear this repeatedly, what you just described there in the other video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've interviewed, I mean, many, many, many people, and, and they've attested that fact. I've experienced myself, you know, it's careful. I don't take objects now. I don't let them come to my house unless they're really, uh, I, I mean, I've prayed the demons out. But the stakes that you have, these stakes, by the way, if you guys are just joining us, Steve, uh, Steve Hempel, he has a ministry where he has stakes with scripture on them, uh, and, he, and he stakes uh, people's yards and houses and so forth. Steve, uh, before I ask you, is the anointing upon your stake? Before I ask you that, I have to ask you this question. Um, well, let's go to Deuteronomy. Uh, Spencer, did you put that up earlier when he was reading it? You did. Okay, so let's go. I just want to point something out here. All right. Uh, look at verse eight. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and of your gates. Now, uh, it was talking about the commandments in verse six that I give you. Impress these upon your children. Talk about them uh, when you sit at home. It's talking about the word of God. Implant that word of God upon people. Now, we know you have scripture on the stakes, and I'm all for that, and I'm a big believer in that, but do you believe that the stakes that you use to put in the ground are actually anointed? There's some type of anointing, uh, on uh, on these stakes, like a power? I personally would say, no, it's just a piece of plastic. I think that prayer plus action is the key all through the Bible. Blood on the doorpost was prayer plus action. Piles of stones for altars. When they crossed over the Jordan, they piled up stones symbolically. It's, it's like taking the land. The first thing when God said to Abraham, I'm going to give you this land, the first thing he did was build altars around Hebron and Shechem around the central of Israel. So it was a symbolic gesture. And it's not a talisman. A talisman's a magical object. There's nothing magic about the word of God, there, but there's power. God spoke the world into existence, and his word still has power. He's not the great I used to could. He's the I am. Amen to that, brother. And you guys, we're going to go underground about in about 30 minutes. And I want you to, to start asking questions. And I want to talk about this because I want to get your feedback. Steve, here's what I'm going to say. And I, I really believe this with all my heart. You know, in that video you just saw with me and Russ Dizdar, the very last thing that was said about was about the blood of Jesus. Okay. The blood of Jesus. I believe that we can pray, plead, put the blood of Jesus over an object like your stake because that's what we're talking about i believe that i believe we can plead that blood of jesus we can place that power that blood of jesus power over that object and i believe that that object is used with the right intention by a christian for the right reason under the power i believe that object can have not the object but the faith behind the object of the person using it 
based upon the blood of Jesus being on that object. I know I may sound like I'm talking in circles, but do you kind of get what, where I'm going with this? What I'm talking about? I get it exactly. And I really appreciate you mentioning the blood of Jesus. I have a section in my teaching on my seminar called Demons versus Prayer. I have a section about spiritual weapons. I used to think we had two weapons, you know, prayer and the word of God. But the blood of Jesus is the most powerful weapon I think we can wield in prayer and in our words in daily life. I'm up to 70 weapons from scripture. It takes me four hours just to teach all the weapons from scripture. Now the stories and the verses that go with them. And we started out with only red stakes because red represents the blood of Jesus. We just added blue ones later because blue represents heaven. And we want to bring heaven to earth and heaven to the territory that you're staking. Yeah, exa exactly. And the reason I say that, that it takes the faith of a person in order for the, for the anointing on an object to work. Yes. Anointing the blood. It takes the faith that for the same reason that a witch can put a curse on an object, but it takes faith of that witch to to implement that curse. They can't just put a curse on there and the witch doesn't believe it's even happening. You see what I'm saying? Because we're, we're fighting, uh, like you were saying earlier, we're fighting a spiritual battle, Steve. This is this is a battle in the heavenlies, in, in the spiritual realm, which we can't see. And all of this stuff is spiritual. It's a spiritual uh, a war. Um, I want to ask you, what is the procedure of uh, someone comes to you and says, I got a problem. Uh, are you always staking out their yard or do you ever go inside their house? Do you go in their bedroom? Do you go in their closet? I mean, what else do you stake? That's a, that's a great question. A lot of people are staking their hotel rooms and they sleep better. <laughs> They're tying stakes under the four corners of their Ford F-150. I mean, I can tell you thousands of stories. We do have a free document uh, called How to Stake Your Property. The verses are on the back and the inside kind of describe this as a prophetic event. You're kind of bringing heaven to earth and, and claiming the land for God. He owns the planet anyway. But I've also learned that Satan does his best work in the night. So people that have had ongoing uh, like nightmares their whole life or they've had a drug problem or a porn problem. We say, you know, castles used to have a moat and a wall and spikes on top of the wall and guards with bows and arrows. That's five levels of defense. So maybe you need to stake your lot and the house and the bedroom and the bed. So we came up with these plastic cards that have the same verses as the stakes. They're two sided and they're thin, about the size of a credit card. Put them in your phone case, put them under your four bedposts. Nightmares go away when you do this. Okay. So when you stake around a bed, I obviously you're not driving those stakes in 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 the in the floor, are you? No, we use the plastic inside a house usually, plastic cards. Oh, plastic cards. You said that. Okay. So it's so staking is not necessarily a a uh, something that looks like a stake like we would see it. It, staking is 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 uh, is an action. Uh, like you could sticky notes. It the 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 object you put the verses on is not going to matter. It's the power of the word and the act of faith. Just like the woman who touched the hem of the garment of Jesus, it was an act of faith to believe she'd be healed. She was already praying, but even Jesus taught sometimes uh, it takes more than just prayer. Sometimes it takes prayer plus fasting. Mark chapter nine. Yeah, well, see, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, the woman of blood and I talk about this in a different from a different angle. The woman of blood did stake her territory. She staked yeah. it out before she even got through that crowd and touched the garment of Jesus. She thought to herself, if I can and when I do and I'm going to go through that crowd, touch that hymn, I'm going to be healed. She saw the territory, uh, Steve. Yes. She staked it out in her mind. She said, this is my plan of attack. This is the boundaries. This is my 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 boundary, territorial boundary. 
I'm going to go through there. This is where the miracle is going to happen, Steve. This is where that, that lady of blood said, this is where it's going to happen. What say you? Amen. hundred percent. In fact, when you think about it, the, the uh, Goshen where they lived in captivity, it was called set apart. Set apart means it was staked or set aside with, with borders. And then since it was set aside, the, the miracles didn't hurt. I mean, the plagues didn't hurt the Egyptians, uh, the Israelites. It only hurt the Egyptians. That one with the issue of blood, she was supposed to be yelling unclean. So she was actually disobedient by not yelling unclean. And God healed her anyway because she acted on her faith and really believed it would work. Absolutely. You know, when I pray, um, I haven't told too many people this about my prayer life, but not that I have such a great prayer life. I, I repent the fact that I, I could do much better. But but the one thing I do in my prayer uh, every day is I stake out certain territory uh, for God's anointing. I stake yeah. it out for God's anointing. Yeah. Um, in my mind, in my prayer, I stake out certain areas. And I mean, I ask God specifically for protection, anointing, blessing over these areas. And the point I want to make before we take a break here is I know you're staking out for to keep the enemy out, but do you ever stake to uh, to keep God's power surrounding it? Meaning it's not just about keeping out a demon, but it's about the blessing. You're staking out a blessing, you know? Yes, both. And also sometimes you're staking out a medium because you're containing the evil. Sometimes you put up a fence to keep the enemy out. Sometimes you put a fence to contain the enemy. We staked out the city of Longview and crime dropped 45%. Well, you know what? Sometimes sometimes I get angry. I, you know, I'm, I'm an actor, so I have a lot of drama in me. And uh, and so I get mad my my wife and I go, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a drama queen. King. My wife's very calm and she just, you know, uh, and the other day I'm going, I'm, I'm screaming like, and all of a sudden, no, she starts walking around me, putting down these things around me. I said, what are you doing? She's like, I'm staking you out. I'm staking you out. <laughs> You're being staked, you know? Uh, but anyway, um, Steve, we'll be right back. And uh, we're talking to Steve uh, Hemphill. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Steve about the courthouse, that the witches were putting crystals and symbols around a courthouse. What? Yes. He sees that and he goes, uh-uh, baby, that ain't going to happen. We're going to find out what he did when we come back. We'll be right back. Listen, we have the new End Times DVD. Um, it's uh, Investigates, uh, End Times Investigation. I have a lot of my friends on here, uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake. Uh, I have Josh Peck, L.A. Marzulli, uh, Stephen Bancroft. I mean, eight hours of of me investigating things like Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, One World Religion, End Times, Miracles, Bible Prophecy. Folks, let me tell you something. One day, what you're watching us on right now, it's called, well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're going to turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what what you're going to be able to, to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to TV forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. The brand new DVD uh, of Last Evangelist. You can get it right now. Uh, it's limited collector's edition. It's got the new episode on it, along with band videos with me and Michael Lake and Lisa Havens, uh, Sheila Lazinski. Hey, everybody. I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two 
new books. That's right, two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood mind control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangels and on my shows, the all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, True Power, how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days, okay? Um, it's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can simply call 844-806-0006. Everybody, we're back. David Hevener, good to be with you. Yeah, please consider getting some of our product. Um, it... Um, by a donation. It really helps the ministry. It does help us continue on. Get that End Times DVD that we talked about, eight hours of footage. Folks, I'm telling you, get one for yourself and one for your friends, family, and your enemies. Uh, it'll do them good. Also, the DVD on Last Evangelist, Episode 1. Get that. There's band videos on, on here where I got banned. Uh, me, Michael Lake, and uh, Lisa Haven, Haven, and a bunch of other people. Uh, order that. Go to David... Uh, Havener.tv forward slash order, call 844-806-0006, or text the word, my favorite word, chosen to 91999. And if you're interested in supporting the ministry, just go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give. I love you guys. I appreciate you all so much. What are we talking about? Oh, wow. Okay. We're talking about the courthouse. We're talking about witches putting crystals around the courthouse. I have my guests with me. Steve, Steve, you there, buddy? I'm here. All right. So here you are. You're in front of a courthouse. Where's this courthouse located? Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. You, you guys have witches in Texas? Tech? Apparently so. We weren't aware of it till we saw their Facebook group trying to get everybody to come to the Tyler courthouse and bury crystals around the courthouse, a symbol of the occult. Texas witches. Okay. Um, all right. You're at the courthouse in Tyler, Texas. That's a small town. I've been to Tyler. It's not a big town. Uh, so you got witches there. For some reason, they're putting it around that courthouse. They put crystals around the courthouse. You saw that. What were they doing with those crystals? Uh, what was their um, what was their uh, what was their end goal? Uh, what were they trying to uh, demolish or or create? they see putting symbols around places of power as a way to control the places of power. That's how they see it. And as a Christian, you know, the scripture is what has the control. God has the final say. God has control. So in retaliation of that, we actually, we stake our city once a year now. Every January, we restake our city and we pick a different issue. This last year is for children. But two years ago, when we learned about the witches staking out courthouses with their crystals, we decided to put no witchcraft on the front. The front of these stakes are blank. We have the verses built into the sides of them. So we staked them out and put no witchcraft. And, and we staked all 40, all 30 locations of the city limit sign around the city. By the way, when we stake a city, we also pray for Jesus to be king of the city. And we pray for the Holy Spirit to come and work on the heart of every unbeliever, prepare him for the gospel. Okay. So. Okay, so you saw them do this, and that very same day or the next day, you went, you, you put stakes on all four corners of the courthouse? Well, we did the courthouse and the jail. Okay, 
All right. What happened? The jail population dropped by 35 percent. Wow. And, uh, saved a lot of tax dollars, I think. But uh, the word of God is just powerful. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. So do you believe, on the other hand, that the reason the crime is up, that witches actually stake courthouses and jails so there could be evil sentences passed on people? There could be the jails will 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 get filled up. In other words, they're constantly doing this, aren't they, yes. Steve? E evil judgments by judges, all kinds of things like that. In fact, I've had a lot of people in the middle of an unfair lawsuit, and uh, they say, this has been repeated. They want you to do. I say, well, I'd stake the courthouse. You're a taxpayer. You have the right, and you're a child okay. of the king. He owns the planet, and this lawsuit okay. will be dropped. I've seen it happen. Okay. Have you ever staked the person, like an individual? We have, uh, yes, in many different ways. I've had people hide stakes around their loved ones. Maybe they hide them in the trunk of the car or they uh, stake out their son and daughter's house when they're gone from them and pray that God will help change their hearts. And we've seen them walk away from lesbianism and homosexuality and other evil practices. It's been amazing. It's just power of the word of God. Wow. Now we're going to uh, let people know in just a little bit how they can get hold of your stakes but um if they don't have the stake and say they need to do something tonight steve it's it's radical there's some radical stuff going on can they take any object and pray over it and use it as a stake place that are doing what you're doing with any object i believe you can i do think it's more powerful if you add some verses to it you can write them on sticky notes you don't need okay. me you could do your and we have a if you want to see our verses it's a free downloadable document pdf at active-faith.org and it's under resources we have it available in five languages we're trying to get the the document translated into all languages so everybody can do this all over the world without my help you don't need me yeah and like i said folks we're going to go underground about oh 10 minutes in uh we're going to be talking to Steve about how you can get some of his stuff and more in detail about all this stuff. And Steve, we're going to put that link up so people can, when we get into underground, so people can see that. Um, so I want to ask you, <laughs> I want to ask you about the Catholics. Uh, you were raised Church of Christ. Uh, yes. and, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. No, I'm just kidding. I, I started out as a Methodist minister, so we've all had to pay our dues and <laughs> get punished one way or the other. Uh, but with Catholics, have you had any, have you presented this to Catholicism, to any Catholics? If so, what has been their, their response? That's a great question. I have had a lot of Catholic interest in this, especially in certain cities. Uh, in West Texas, in Abilene, there was a large Catholic group that was part of, of the staking of the city and the staking of the courthouse. Uh, they're very concerned because many books that are bad for children with pornography in them are being put in the in their public libraries and even in the Christian college libraries. They were fighting that. So they heard about me, had me come give uh, my seminar, Demons versus Prayer. I, those are free. I don't even charge for those free seminars. Usually it takes four days. And we had a lot of Catholics that were involved in the staking ceremony. They do want their priest to be involved with a prayer somehow, like a closing prayer or something. They feel like the Catholic priest is the only one with the authority to, to uh, confront the demons because of the fact that, that they are, they're authorized. And I just feel like the New Testament teaches that we're a kingdom of priests. If we follow Jesus and we're part of the kingdom and the woman with the issue of blood was disobeying the authorities when she prayed, you know, and touched the hem of the garment of, and was healed. So I believe we have the authority. They're worried for me that I'm in dangerous position 
because I don't let a Catholic priest pray with every staking that I do. I just don't see it that way. No, don't let a Catholic priest pray unless the Catholic priest has repented and they've been reformed into the truth. Uh, and, and I don't blame them. The reason is a lot of them are, are lost anyway. They don't know. And people lift them up. They praise them like the Pope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah. for you guys listening right now that are Catholics or ex-Catholics or whatever, I'm not bashing on. Oh, yeah, I'm bashing on Catholics. I'm bashing on Methodists. I'm bashing on church. I'm bashing everybody that's not with God is you don't need <laughs> some priest coming along and, 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 and validating the fact that you, that you as a child of God, have the right to cast a demon out, to pray a prayer, to anoint an object, to stake somebody. You don't need it. Don't wait for it. Don't depend on it, folks. I'm telling you. Okay, uh, Steve. Uh, okay, so $42,000 worth of damage. $42,000 worth of it was done to you and your house because you were having a Bible study one day, one night, with this gentleman. And what happened? Me and this young man were in the middle of a Bible study. It was our third study. He had been contemplating suicide. His parents asked me to talk to him. We were reading in Genesis when he got angry and he just stood up in my living room and he poured his water on the floor and threw the glass and hit my television set. And I was very surprised at this action. He'd been very calm before. Um, and I just stood up and said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to leave. That's inappropriate. And he said, I'm not going anywhere. And he marched up to me and he started squeezing me. He wrapped his arms around me and started squeezing me. And I think the Holy Spirit gave me the right words in that moment. I said, in Jesus name, you get back right now. And he just jumped back. But then he started throwing my furniture through the windows and, you know, tried to throw things at me. Nothing ever hit me. And I walked outside and called the police. He'd done forty two thousand five hundred dollars worth of damage in four minutes. But then he was normal. And he said, I'm really sorry. Something evil took me over and I couldn't stop myself. He had porn on his cell phone. OK. And what was the form of staking that you did uh, with that? After that, I staked my home and um, it's never happened again. By the way, he wrote me a check for the damage and uh, we didn't even have to file a, uh, an insurance claim. They, they replaced everything that was ruined. Wow. And that could have been because you, you had the faith, you staked out your, your house. Yes. Um, you see folks, and I think Steve will agree with me, when we do something, it kind of, it, our faith manifests in the flesh. When, when we do something, especially when people think we're crazy, like staking something out, we're showing our faith. And God, I believe, honors that. Because you know you're going to get laughed at. You know people are going to tell you to put a tinfoil hat on. And I'm not saying that you can't have faith unless you stake something. That's not at all what I'm talking about. That's not no. what you're talking about, right? No. Um, why, Steve, can't you just pray over something? Why is that not? Why? What Does the stake go any further than to pray anointing and protection over something? Does, it, does the stake do anything more? I think that. If you look at the biblical examples, when they were trying to beat the Amalekites, they had to hold up the arms of Moses to do that. When they're crossing the Red Sea, he had to raise the staff. When they're conquering Jericho, they march once a day for seven days and seven times. Did God need them to do that before he could do the miracle? No, but he, he wants us to participate with what he plans to do. And even Jesus taught prayer alone is 
is not always enough. There's never a place in the Bible that says you just need to pray harder. You're not praying hard enough. That's not in Scripture. But there is prayer plus blood on the doorpost, prayer plus marching around Jericho, prayer plus holding up Moses's arms. A story after story after story is prayer plus action. So we named our ministry Active Faith. That's right. Well, that goes in what I just said. Uh, prayer plus action. The, the, the stake is nothing more than an action, a manifestation of the faith. It does not, faith doesn't manifest because you're putting a stake in the ground, right? <laughs> you know, I just stake something, so now I have faith. You have faith, you go out and you do something, I show this faith. Look, let me ask you a question. If uh, uh, you're buying a property and you hire a surveyor to come and survey your property, aren't they going to stake your property to show you what belongs to you, what the yes. boundaries are? Well, yes. then why wouldn't we do that in the spiritual realm? In other words, yes. your house belongs to God because you belong to God. You went out and you surveyed your property and you staked it and you put the devil on notice. This is my property. You will not enter. It's like kicking him off. That's a great way to say it. And if you think about it, Satan has put his best guys in Hollywood and in Washington, D.C., and it's been a very effective strategy, and he's taken the land. We're taking it back. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, if he's put his best guys in Hollywood and politics, he doesn't have very good clientele of people, because I can tell you that from Hollywood, there's some pretty dumb people out there. Wicked, yes, but they dumb. They deceive people is what I mean to say. They're, yeah, they're I, promoting I, deception. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, I'm going to talk to you about uh, the, this, the children, how, you, uh, how God's using you to deliver children. Okay, we're going to get into all of that. Uh, yeah. But I want you to hang with me, Steve. I'm going to bring my wife on. So uh, you hang in there and we'll be right back with you. Okay. All right. God bless. Steve. Uh, now, I tell you, uh, Probably Shanita's not there, Spencer, because since she's been listening to this show, she's probably went out and started staking things around the apartment. Uh, so tell me she's not there, right? Right? See, I told you. She is staking things out. All right, let's go to David Havener TV. Somebody emailed me and asked me uh, what they have to do to sign up. Uh, just go to davidhavener.tv, uh, and you can see all these channels uh my choice which is all my what i like these videos i like but we have there the um uh the live stream channel previews channel alien demon connection channel go ahead and scroll uh there uh, spencer and then you've got the uh uh last evangelist tv series channel uh this is where the only place you can see the episode one last evangelist tv series uh you have the original channel uh, originals and exclusives this is other tv series that we've had we have a TV series on saving babies, um, spiritual warfare uh, channel. Uh, uh, Russ Dizdar is on this channel quite a bit. Mind Control, Hollywood Mind Control, the, the Holocaust channel, coming Holocaust channel, uh, overcoming demonic powers. Folks, I want you to go here and sign up and support the ministry. Um, DavidHevener.tv. And go with us underground, please, just in about 10 minutes, okay? I want to. My wife is back now from staking out the property. Uh, I guess from the temper tantrum I threw yesterday. You there, Shanita? I'm here. Yes. How many stakes did you have to put in the ground uh, around my uh, office? Uh, <laughs> you're not going to say, are you? Okay. 
Steve, don't give her any more stakes. I, I don't want her to have any more stakes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Shanita, what do we have for uh, praise reports and prayer requests? Well, the missing hamster made it back home. So that was a, a night of prayer. Wait, 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 hang on one second. What, what made it back home? The missing hamster, Hannah. Hannah, the hamster, made it back home? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Hannah was missing. Well, yeah. praise God. Uh, yeah. Hannah is a hamster. Okay. Well, and it has to belong to sunshine. I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll tell her to stake out the hamster around the cage and make sure it doesn't go out again. So, <laughs> all right. What else? And you had been praying for Rick's daughter who was hospitalized and it wasn't very optimistic, but God healed her and delivered her. So thank you so much for praying. Right. Praise God. Yeah. Yes. And you've been praying for our neighbor, Monica, and God is at work in her life. And he's answering prayers that she's praying to him. So we're just excited to see him at work. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Josh tells us that he has been able to do away with smoking and with Xanax. And so we're excited for testimonies like that. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and we have some prayer requests too, right? We do. We're praying for Rebecca and Kay and Sadie's children, Sue and Steve and Jinko, Lisa, Islam, Lee, Lori's daughter, Cody's return, and the teens in Ronald's community and Miriam and Sandra. And awesome. We're so blessed to be able to pray for you. And I'm so thankful for you sharing your request with us and for our team that prays and for this extra ammo we have now that Steve is sharing with us. So thank you, Steve, for being here tonight. Absolutely. Shanita, um, you have people that's uh, emailing you for prayers. How, what's the email that they send to you so you can put them on the prayer list? Admin at davidhevener.tv. Okay, and then the subject prayer request. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, and also um, if they want to sign up tonight for David Heavener TV to be with us, go underground because it's a me for members only platform. They can email you at admin at uh, David Heavener TV. That's right. Yeah, and okay. let me see or that you're signed up and you'd like to join. Yeah, yeah, that that's awesome. And uh, uh, also too. Uh, Shanita and Spencer, I want to go to lastevangelist.com. Shanita, we're coming out with episode two, and I just want to acknowledge the people. We haven't raised what we need to. Uh, you can see our goal is just 19000 but so far we've raised, how much, Shanita, have we raised? Um, about $8,000. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can see you can click on these things and you can donate. Um, uh, does he need to go to thelastevangelist.com, Shanita? It might take a little while to forward, but sure. Yeah. We can. The, the, Spencer, while I'm talking to Shanita, go to thelastevangelist.com. So, Shanita, I just wanted uh, you to share something with the people. You know, when we had this scandemic with uh, the, the virus and the vaccine and stuff, I would tell people I took, I took, the, uh, I took the jab, and this, is, this was it. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the blood of Jesus is my yeah. vaccine okay so we had some t-shirts made up the blood of jesus is mm -hmm. my and the holy spirit is my booster okay so i just said i'm gonna have t-shirts made up i'm gonna wear it around uh can people get those t-shirts anywhere we Absolutely. made some extra ones how can they get them yep. on the website davidhebner.tv slash 
shirt, S-H-I-R-T. Okay. All right. Slash shirt. Okay. Well, I guess we couldn't get that side up. But anyway, if you guys want to donate to Last Evangelist, just go to lastevangelist.com and you can do that. Uh, Shanita, I'm excited to have Steve, uh, Steve come on back on the show. And uh, let's, let's pray. Uh, let's go to the Lord. And we're going to pray for each and every name that rolled off your lips. And those that couldn't quite get to you, uh, that we're going to ask for an anointing protection. Thank you, Father, for being here. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for calling us your children and, and, and allowing us to be adopted into your family, into the kingdom. Father, right now I'm praying for healing over each and every person that was mentioned, Shanita mentioned, names that were not mentioned. There's people out there right now suffering. Lord, I'm asking right now, demon, you have no right to God's children. You are gone back to hell. You will not return. The demon of addiction, the demon of lust, the demon of, of food, the demon of fear. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to have the power to cast these demons back into hell. I want to thank you, Father, for our guest, for Steve. I want to ask for an anointing over him, over his ministry, over this broadcast, over each and every person that has been with us for all these years. I'm asking for a special blessing over each and every person listening to the sound of my voice. We thank you, Lord, for letting your words be spoken here. And we ask for a healing over God's people. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you. Um, I'm gonna bring Steve back on uh, right before we take a break. Steve, you there with me, buddy? I'm here. All right, listen, when we uh, go underground, we won't, I don't wanna talk about it now, uh, but I do wanna talk about when we go underground, is <clears throat> you have a ministry where you have created something for children, how they can battle demons, okay? And also you have done things that God's used you to deliver children uh, in a deliverance ministry. And I want to talk about that. It's so important. We think many times, Steve, that when a child's a child, there's no demonic influence. But that's not true, is it? Not at all. I have lots of stories. Kids, right. kids as young as three years old being attacked. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that, brother. So we're going to be back with you in just two minutes. So you hang on. All right. God bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, folks, I want you to go right now, davidhevner.tv, and uh, we're going to leave you on this channel. If you're not on .tv, David Hevener, or Roku, or Amazon, you won't be with us, but you can be if you go sign up. Now, uh, as we go into this transition, uh, and by the way, when you do sign up, you can come underground with us and talk to Steve and talk to me and talk to each other. Uh, it's very, very informative. But as we go into this commercial break, uh, which segues into uh, the next part of the show, I want you to um, remember that you can, uh, if you have an old car, if you've got uh, uh, even a house, real estate, whatever, if you want to donate this, a boat, whatever, you can donate it. And if you do, you'll get blessed by a tax write-off. And also, we will get blessed. We'll get a small percentage for the ministry. It'll really help us. So see if you got something sitting around and not... I'm not talking about a person you can't, somebody you don't like, you want to come and haul them off. That ain't going to work. Uh, you can just go to davidhevener.tv forward slash car. Um, and then also I talked about uh, the MyPillow. I love them. If you're going to order a pillow, order sheets, anything, go to MyPillow.com. Use the code name David7 and uh, you'll get a discount that'll help the ministry. Uh, Spencer, did we ever get that site up, uh, last, the lastevangelist.com? No? Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, if you'd like to support the ministry, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give, and we're going to see you uh, on davidhevener.tv exclusively 
God bless you guys. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Life is complicated enough. Why worry about what to do with your extra car? Skip the costs of maintaining it, storing it, insuring it, or renewing registration. Car repairs? Forget about it. Here's one easy solution to your car problem. Donate it to a nonprofit. It's fast, free, tax deductible, and if you donate, you're going to feel incredible knowing you're supporting a great cause. Interested? Just call this toll-free number or donate online. Thank you. 